Good afternoon to all of our fellow health enthusiasts. My name is Aubrey Mast and I am a professor of nutrition. This is a new podcast developed by my friend and colleague, Dr. Charles Benz. We call the show Healing Trends with Dr. Benz. We search the internet every day to find the best scientific studies that can be used to improve the health of every interested person. You will not see many of these studies in the conventional media because most doctors do not have the time or the interest in finding them. And there are special interests that are also less than enthusiastic about you knowing about the studies. Every week we will explore nutritional science that has the potential to prevent and even reverse 90% of chronic illness. This could save many lives and help to stop the healthcare crisis that will eventually bankrupt our country. This is frequently called functional medicine and it has been adopted by thousands of doctors as well as some medical schools and hospitals including the Cleveland Clinic. Today's program is entitled Delaying the Aging Process. Hello, Dr. Benz. Hey, how, how are you, Aubrey? How are you? I'm doing really well, thank you. Yeah, good. Well, uh, this is one of those shows where I think that uh, Professor Aubrey is going to be able to shine because um, although nutrition has been a, a thing for me for many, many years, um, I, I know that you've probably studied as much or more as I, than I have. I just tell you a quick story. When I was a freshman in university uh, back in the olden days, uh, I thought that dairy might be causing my acne. And so I decided to not eat dairy anymore and I decided to put orange juice on my, on, on my Rice Krispies. And I can tell you 30 or 40 years later during a class reunion, a couple of the guys came up to me and said, hey Ben, so you still eat putting orange juice on your, <laughs> on your cereal? And, and I said, well, as a matter of fact, <laughs> I haven't had any dairy since that time. And uh, I, I know that now the science has proven me out that there was a connection uh, with dairy and acne and that uh, dairy really doesn't have anything to redeem itself uh, after children get past the age where their bones are all formed. And, and so it's one of those things where it's been a lifelong journey for me uh, to figure out how to eat healthier because I want to live as long as possible and I want to live long and healthy years. And so I, I know that you have a lot to add on this, so I'll sort of chime in whenever you give me the opportunity. What's, what's your take on how you've developed your plan and how you're guiding people to, to live a long and healthy life? Oh, uh, that's a good question. So I think what comes up for me immediately is um, information about telomeres and what we know is that the more we experience stress whether it's you know workplace stress or marital stress or relational stress or financial stress or nutritional stress or lack of sleep that we have a shortening of our telomeres and the shortening of our telomeres is correlated with um, a decrease in life expectancy and so it brought up a lot of questions for me of like, okay, well, where in the world are the place, where are people living the longest then? If we know that we can shorten our telomeres by these adverse events um, that are really typical in today's society, there's got to be some sort of example of places where that's not the case and people are living really long and healthy lives. And I started researching the blue zones and blue zones are places in the world that we see individuals living 80, 100, in some of the cases, 120. And it's a very common thing. It's not, they are outliers. 
And so if you look at the core nine of the blue zones, what all of these blue zones are comprised of are very similar aspects of overall health and well-being, but also lifestyle choices. And so with the delaying the aging process, it's not only just like, hey, how can you avoid stress or how do we mitigate and slow our responses to stress nutritionally and physically um, and socially, but then also how do we bolster our immune system? And so we've talked about this in numerous ways around the importance of eating organic foods, decreasing the amount of toxic load, the agricultural chemical residue that finds its way into our gut microbiomes and into our um, organs and disrupts brain function, but also increasing that nutritional density is a place where we see the blue zones. These are places that are still growing their own food organically. They're prepared in what would be considered the slow food movement where they are making their own pastas or they're making their own breads. It's not bought from a processed perspective. It's brought, it's all purchased and grown and harvested and made from connecting with other people in the community and connecting with having a deep and intimate relationship with the land. And I think we can hear those things and that go really like esoterically of like, oh well, yeah, that's great. If I just eat better and I connect with the land, I'll live longer. But there's actually science that proves that, that it's, it lengthens our telomeres. I'll stop there before I continue forward. <laughs> it's, uh, I know that this is a very savvy audience. And so I know most people will know what telomeres are. But if you look at the, uh, the helix, the, uh, the sort of a, the spinning double helix, uh, that, that people look at and they say, oh, that's a chromosome. Um, these uh, telomeres are like shoestrings uh, that have little tips on them. And every time you have a, a stressful event or you don't eat the right food or you have a toxin, you, you can just have a, a mental picture of your telomeres being cut, that, that they get shorter and shorter and shorter because every event and this is where people don't understand. I mean, the original title of this thing was, you know, de de delaying the aging process one meal at a time. Well, you could say one food at a time or one minute of it at, your, at a time because everything you do, whether it's positive or negative, is impacting the length of your telomeres. And we know that the science has shown that we have about the average, about 120 years worth of telomeres. So when people say, well, 80 is a good age. No, 80 is not a good age. You're only at two thirds of your optimal age. And so when you look at the Japanese in Okinawa, they have a hundred percent, they have not, they have 400% more people living over the age of a hundred than the United States does. And so all the things you're talking about, eating foods from the sea, like the blue-green algae and spirulina and, and, and all these things from the sea, and they're eating a variety of foods. We eat probably 10 or 20 foods our whole life. If, if we're like, they eat 40, fo 40 foods a day, different kinds of foods. They'll eat 10 different kinds of foods at breakfast and another 10 different ones at lunch and another 10 different ones at dinner. And so this variety of foods from the sea and from the land and from all colors, this really makes a difference. The diversity of your food choices the, and, and having them be as natural as possible from organic sources with less toxins, 
that's going to keep those telomeres from being sliced every day. And so to me, I like to have people have a mental picture. So the next time you want to have a Coke or you want to have some processed foods, just think about all those, all those telomeres and all your cells getting little snips on them every day. Snip, 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 snip. And sometimes these mental images can help people. And even if you're eating the best food, but you're not chewing it well, let's say you're a busy person and you just have a chance to sort of gulp it down. Well, that alone can reduce the quality of the nutrients in your body by 50%. Now, you can be eating great food, but if you're not chewing properly, then you're not making the molecules or the, or the, or the particles small enough for good digestion, and you're not introducing amylase enzymes, which helps to break down that food. And so that, to me, get the right foods, avoid the stress and, and, avoid, and, and avoid the toxins, but chew your food, because if you don't, you can be missing up to 50% of your nutrients. So... Uh, I'm sure you have more to add on this. <laughs> yeah, I think also the piece around connection is really big, and that comes up again and again with the blue zones, right? Uh, around we once were a society that enjoyed a lot of food socially, um, and now we eat socially, but we eat socially typically nutrient-depleted foods, or we eat it very individualistically because we're always on the go, we're so busy, right? And what you see with these blue zones is actually the importance of having family meals. And the research does show this in children that have family meals every week that they have better focus in school systems. They're more likely to carry on um, complex conversations. They have better uh, ability to intake more fruits and vegetables. So there's truly benefits that we're seeing beyond just having that family meal together um, as family time. And that can be also the social aspect. You know, this come, came up a lot with the research that's coming out of the pandemic around isolation um, and depression and loneliness and how much that increases the stress load or the inflammation load on our bodies and weakens or shortens our telomeres. And so fighting that depression, that loneliness, um, and that isolation through connecting with our communities, whether it's from, you know, local food or preparing food and having potlucks is really important. I think additionally, what you hear about a lot within the blue zones for lengthening life is the power of movement. In traditional Chinese medicine, they say after your main meal to walk at least a hundred steps, and I think that is a really fantastic premise. And you see that happening again and again with the research that's coming out of the areas that are living the longest is that these are places that they're moving their bodies a lot more. And the movement doesn't have to be going to the gym. It can be very simplistic of just going for a walk around the block or going to the park and walking. Um, and equally, the importance of sleep. You know, we have a high reliance upon blue light and around our computers and our phones and being constantly connected. And it's definitely influencing the lack of sleep, which increases the inflammation load in our body. Um, and so that importance of a good solid night's sleep, whether it's coming from blocking blue light um, with glasses or shutting down Wi-Fi routers or getting into a better nighttime routine, 
but there's actually research that does show that that's really influential on this lengthening of our lifespan. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we do uh, also talk a lot about uh, this research that we do. And so let me, let me mention two studies that came out this week. Uh, one was on aerobic exercise. And it now looks like there's a proven benefit to reducing your risk of Alzheimer's uh, with uh, regular aerobic exercise, which means getting your heart rate up from 70 or 80 up to 120, 130 for about a half an hour. And if you do that on a regular basis, then, you know, you reduce your, your risk of, of Alzheimer's. Uh, in, in this one study, uh, it was by somewhere around 20 or 30 percent. And uh, this, is, this was significant because, you know, we, we need to have more of these studies that confirm what you and I have been talking about. And then there was another one on just five-minute breathing workout. Lowers your blood pressure better than exercise. And so if you're doing the right kind of breathing, which is kind of what people do when they're into meditation, but if you're doing this, this deep breathing, we know you're getting oxygen into your body, into all your cells, and that's also part of this whole process of regenerating the body, getting more nitric oxide into your body. And so five minutes of, of kind of deep breathing lowers your blood pressure. And I think, I don't know, the, the statistics about how many people have undiagnosed blood pressure is through the roof, it's unbelievable. And so just knowing that breathing would help and I know from my experience that going into the sunshine for 20 minutes can reduce your blood pressure. Uh, and I don't know what the grounding does. I mean, uh, there's all kinds of new evidence out there about the, the, the influence that grounding has on, on your health. So what, what, what else do we have that we can give people some tips on uh, along with some of the stuff we've already talked about? Because people like to have good tips that they can guide, can guide them. Well, I think that really interesting information that comes up for me, and this is where my dissertation lies, is around the importance of self-actualization. And so of envisioning your best self. So let's say you're an individual that if somebody cuts you off, you start honking your horn, you're flipping your finger, you're cussing in your car, or you go into your job in the morning and you sit in the car before you go to your work and you're like, I cannot do this. I do not want to be here. Or you are somebody that's going through a fast food line and just eating whatever kind of food you can get in, right? Those places in our, in our lives where we may not be making the choices that are of our highest good. There's a lot of research that's coming out around self-actualization. So the ability for us to become self-efficacious to take action for ourselves. So if you can spend a couple of moments in meditation or in thought or in journal thinking about how do I want my best self to look? Would my best self sleep eight hours? Would my best self drink four glasses of water rather than maybe a half a cup? Would my best self eat more fruits and vegetables? That if we can get into that mentality of imagery, that our brain does not know the difference between our perception of that meditation and the lived reality. And that's a wonderful way for us to start connecting towards lengthening our telomeres, responding differently, but then also having the confidence, the courage, and the capability of making better decisions that are more in line with preventing diseases, feeling better in our body, sleeping better, responding differently, and being more in alignment with health and well-being. There's, there's lots of evidence that you know, we talked about this in one of our programs with Candace Burke, uh, who, 
who mm-hmm. is the scientist that kind of identified the chemicals that are created in our body through positive thinking. And, and so we knew for generations, thousands of years in, in Chinese medicine and in Indian medicine that, that meditation and yoga was beneficial. We just didn't have the scientific studies to back it up. And now we know that when you are doing medication or deep breathing and you are staying positive, you're actually producing chemicals in your body that are able to strengthen your immune system and allow you to resist viruses and bacteria and other pathogens. And so it's like you have control over this. And one of the things that that another study that came up showed that those people who live in high pollution areas had the most difficult COVID cases. And so if you already have compromised lungs, then wouldn't it make sense to try to move somewhere away from it? If if your child has asthma or you have allergies or you have other things that you're, you're challenged with by someone in your family, move away from that if you can. And, and get to a place where you're gonna breathe healthier air because the, the quality of the air has so much to do with your health. And here's this latest study showing that all those cities that have the worst air pollution are the ones where the patients suffered the most from the COVID, vac- uh, from the COVID virus. So there's so many things that you do have control over, but you don't think about it. And you don't sort of act positively and, and I say to people a lot of times uh, when I'm in my workshops, um, do you have a plan for how you're going to keep your brain healthy? You know, not one person has a plan for how they're going to make their brain healthy. Well, how are you going to avoid Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or dementia if you don't have a plan? And so it's really funny when you think about it because they have a plan for automobile repair and, you know, they have a maintenance program get your oil changed a certain number of times, get your air filter changed a certain time, but they don't do that for their bodies. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm a bit advocate of this artificial intelligence platform that we're promoting that Dr. Bazorno has put out there. And one of the things that happened in a, a recent webinar was two doctors were on there, one was a PhD, one was an MD, and they were saying, well, you know, I don't think artificial intelligence can substitute for a really great doctor. And I almost lost it because I thought that's absolutely ridiculous because there's so much science going on. No doctor can keep track of all the science that's out there. And yet this artificial intelligence platform can. It's like having 5,000 doctors in the room with the doctor and the patient now accessing 40,000 clinical trials to find out what's your personal plan? What's what's in your food? What's in your air? What's in your water? What's in the the drugs that you're taking? What are your symptoms? What are all the blood work that you have? All that together, and it'll come up with your personal health plan. And now people are starting to say, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. So now we have a tool that people can actually access and find out exactly what their personal health plan should be. I, I, I sent off an email, a very, a very strong email to those two doctors and said, you know, you missed this one 100% because this artificial intelligence platform is the, is the, is the medicine of the future. 
and people need to know what what they personally need to to do and in our previous show you and i talked about how doctors and patients need to work together well this is the tool that will allow them to work together and all the things that you've talked about whether they're symptoms or whether they're whether you process foods or t- whether you have organic foods or not they're all in there and all those factors are factored in and so then these 40,000 clinical trials are all combined and looked at in, in terms of whether this is going to impact your health or not and you end up with this personal plan so to me we can do all these things sort of on an ad hoc basis but isn't it great if we have a tool that allows us to take all this science and all this experience from all these countries where the 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 people are living longer and actually put it into work for them on their personal plan to me that that just makes eminent sense um, what else do you have to add to today's program because uh, i know we had some other things on our list uh, uh, we didn't talk we talked a little bit about sleep and talked about stress um, do you have just let me ask you a tough question Aubrey do you know how do you have any idea uh, how much DNA damage your cells have endured no that would be a great test for me to do <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're going to give that as a tip to the person today get on your doctor go to your doctor and say add the 8OHGD test and the 8OHGD test will tell you whether you've been accumulating toxic DNA damage. In other words, it can be damage from radiation, from TVs and cell phones. It can be chemicals from food, from air, from foods. It can be any toxin, anything that's assaulting your cells will end up at some point as a DNA damage to that cell. And that accumulates in this urine test called the 8-OHGD. And to me, that's like the holy grail that's the beginning point of everybody's journey to wellness if you know how much damage your body has been subject to then you can actually start to do something about it and we can reverse that damage so back to your point about the telomeres yes there are tests for telomeres but the telomere tests aren't as good as the 8-OHGD test which is an actual test of the DNA damage in your body. Now, then you have to go a little bit deeper and find out what's causing it. And that's where the artificial intelligence platform comes in. And so for you and your family, we're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, ask you and, and uh, your son and your partner to do these tests and uh, do the 8-OHGD test as a starting point and then find out what's causing this and i'm going to create a map of 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 this artificial intelligence platform it hasn't been done yet but in today i had a vision of how i was going to explain this to doctors and to their patients and i'm going to design that uh, that chart within the next week that's going to show exactly how this artificial intelligence platform works and the 8ohd test is going to be the beginning and then I'm going to show how you go through the artificial intelligence platform and end up with a probability that you will have a chronic disease within the next five to 10 years. What would you do, Aubrey, if you had something in your body that was saying you're going to have something within five to 10 years? 
Would you think you'd take more action to try to prevent that if the plan said, here's the things you could do to prevent that? Or you want to wait till it becomes a disease before you do it? No. Prevention is better <laughs> than treatment. Always. So this is the only platform that can do that. And I think you and I talk about these things sort of anecdotally. But here's the science. We've got the science to pull this off now, Aubrey, where we could actually get people to have this information ahead of time and get them to actually see that there's about a 99% chance you can reverse any illness if it's caught five years ahead of when it becomes an illness. And that's where I think healthcare is going. And that's where those doctors that were on that program that said artificial intelligence wasn't as good as a good doctor, I think they were dead wrong. I think they were dead 100% wrong, and I told them so. And one of the guys that I told that to was a guy that I've respected for 30 years. I held him in extremely high esteem, and I gave him crap. <laughs> I mean, really, really, really bad stuff. So anyway, I, 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 I felt a little bit bad about doing, but I thought, you know what? It was my responsibility to do that. Maybe he didn't know that this artificial intelligence platform could do this. So anyway... <laughs> Anything else before we sign up for today? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I, it's always fun to, to chat with you about these things. And I learn something yes, every time. And I hope that uh, I'm able to help you and others learn something every time too. So I'd like to say a thankful uh, goodbye to our sponsors. Uh, Southern Trust Financial Planning is a financial planning company that cares more about their, just as much about their clients' financial health as they do their actual physical health. And so they're getting access to all these latest tools and techniques and strategies. And uh, my little book called Health in Your Pocket, whenever I do a workshop for them, the book sells out every time because, you know, these are people that are fortunate enough to have had a good good life, good career, and invest the money, and uh, uh, that's really good for them. But they want to live a long and healthy life. And if the, if the little book, Health in Your Pocket, can help them, then they say, let's do that. And so this Southern Trust Planning, uh, financial planning company, they're, they're really good at that. They're one of the few financial planning companies that really concentrates on wellness as much as they do. DHA Labs, uh, they're the lab company of choice for me. I mean, every test that I've developed over the last three or four years, and I've developed about six of them now, and first, this one's going to be on the brain test. It's going to hopefully predict uh, brain illnesses like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and, and schizophrenia five to ten years before they happen uh, from these advanced tests that I'm, I've been developing. So they have two on cancer, two on wellness, one on the brain, one on the immune system. And they've just been doing this a long time. They have great experience at these blood and urine and genetic tests. They have a new genetic test, which is the least expensive the, the best actual genetic test out there. And so DHA Labs is, is one of the leaders in innovation and technology in this area. And so I, I recommend them to everyone. Paddock Pools, uh, they have the healthiest pools around because they have this vacuum extractor that takes off the chlorine gas and allows people to breathe in good oxygenated water, which uh, prevents them from consuming this gas and getting depletions in their zinc and their vitamin D3, which can eventually cause cancer. So Paddock Pools is a leader in this area, and I recommend that every pool in any community you live in explore uh, getting a Paddock Pool uh, 
vacuum extractor on there uh, in order to make that pool a healthy pool to swim in for all people of all ages. And finally, MPB Health. MPB Health is a medical cost sharing company. Uh, medical cost sharing companies, uh, are, they're like insurance companies, only they're different because all the people uh, contribute to the costs. And so if you have an expensive uh, cost, all the, all the members help to pay for it. But because of that, they're all interested in wellness. They all concentrate on keeping the cost down. And that's why the overall cost of their program is about 30 to 50% less than health insurance costs. And so MPB Health is something you can go online and look at. There are videos and ways to uh, explore how this, whether this might be a healthy alternative for you. And so check out MPB Health and uh, try to see if this is something that fits into your life and maybe can help you to, to reduce the cost of your health care. So thanks to our four sponsors. They've been allowing us to do this now since uh, probably the beginning of February, so four, five, six months. And uh, we really appreciate their support. And uh, thanks, Aubrey, again for your great knowledge and wisdom that you add every time. And look forward to seeing you the next time. Bye for now.